Welcome to episode 38 of the Decided Heart Effect, where we invite you every week to listen to dynamic guests who share their journeys and their tips for living with their authentic purpose. I'm Hillary, and this is my co-host, Sonia. And today we are joined by someone who his entire life has been one big decided heart effect. And we cannot wait for you to hear his journey from commercial lawyer in England to kite surfing school owner in the Caribbean, to moving to Canada, finding out he had cancer, surviving cancer only to be in a traumatic injury with a train. And then on the other side of it has come out as a transformational coach whose true ikigai is to bring out the best in everyone, but he specializes in other people who have also had trauma in their life. I, I don't even know how you, at your young vibrant age, Mr. Paul Rogers have done all of those things and then still look so amazing and cheerful mm. and are bringing so much joy to us just by being present. Thank you so much for being here today. It's an absolute pleasure. And to, uh, to let you know on a secret, it's all Botox. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's an amazing thing. Um, <laughs> thank you. And also I'm going to take that of being nice and young. I like that. Um, so Yes, I mean, I think it comes down to a choice. Um, and there is choices presented to us every single day. And we can make a choice as to whether we want to see the positive, take the good out of the lesson, or we just want to get stuck in that story and then not move on. Mm -hmm. um, and I think really that's one of the big secrets of working with a decided heart that actually you just go with that. Well, and then Paul, one of the things, you know, we, we call our show the decided heart effect as if, you know, there's just one effect that happens. And truly the, the honesty in that is that we, we have many moments of decided heart. Um, and one speaker called them dots in our lives. And sometimes we pass those up and other times it hits us hard where we say, oh, I'm pausing. I'm going to make a moment out of this. I'm going to have an effect out of this decided heart moment for you we would love to kind of recognize the multiple <laughs> moments where these dots or these decided heart moments did create shifts in your life. Would you love to start there? <laughs> Tell us about that journey. Uh, absolutely. And I, and I think the, again, the message behind that is that life tries to teach you lessons. And if you, if you don't listen to them, that same lesson comes around again in a different way. So um, my lesson really started in, um, being a commercial lawyer, I was pretty successful moving to a kite surfing instructor. Now, the only similarities there are we wore suits. One was a suit and one was a wetsuit. And I went to board meetings every day. Um, but other than that, yes, it's actually stopping thinking with this all the time and actually just moving the focus down to what your heart and where your passion and your true feelings are. Um, and so that's something where you don't get taught it once it keeps coming around and reaffirming so as Hillary said the journey physically but actually mentally and emotionally that maps a different uh, same curve um and it would be nice if it was just one thing in your life it would be like oh yes I made the decision off I go but um life unfortunately isn't like that no it isn't and what what drove you to leaving commercial being a commercial lawyer and like 
oh, I'm going to go to the Caribbean. I'm going to start a kite surfing school. I mean, I feel like that might not be the first thing everyone thinks of. Just maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if I asked you the question, what do you think he did next? That would not be the answer. Probably Um, not. (laughs) But, you know, in the best one in the world, when I was that young, uh, I kind of thought I knew it all. And um, I also quite candidly would say I was a complete arse. Uh, Now, I know that means something different in the States, but I was not particularly the the best person to. I was a prickly, um, thinking I know it all person. And I got to the stage where I realized that that just wasn't me and it was just a facade, a something I did to do the job well. I love that. And that's what, and, and you're like, I, so was it really this moment, Paul, of I don't like who I am. I need to take a different direction. And so what do I love? I love, that's kind of that eeky guy thing. I love kite surfing. All right. Exactly. And it was a hobby I had at the time. And actually, I wasn't that good at it, but I thought I can get good because I love learning new things. And that's always been something which is where I've gone through life, always being curious. And so I took myself out to the Dominican Republic. I was at 35 at that time. Um, And it was the land of the beautiful bronze 18 year old gap year people and enter stage left, um, pasty white Englishman. who is trying his best to sort of blend in. Now, I I don't do well in the sun, so uh, my blending in turned me bright pink. So um, (laughs) not not the best of ideas, but, you know, it was great fun. Um, And the worst that could have happened, the worst that could have happened is I've had a 10 week break. But it didn't it it didn't happen that way. You stay there. But but that's not where you are now. What? What changed things and took you out of the Caribbean? Um, Unfortunately, um, a commercial matter took me out of the Caribbean where I was in partnership. And unfortunately, um, uh, it was I was superfluous of it then to requirements. So um, I was asked to leave, um, which at the time was ununderstandable and everything else. But now that painful ending actually now it's an opportunity and at the time I'm quite happy now that I actually went through that because that's brought me to where I am and on the rest of my journey. You you mentioned something um, that I've read, um, adversity to hope and opportunity. Um, I think that's a mindset shift that's huge in terms of when things, when we get kicked, when we get kicked around, slapped around, do we fall victim to that? Do we settle there and say, poor me? Or perhaps what you're a role model of that. How do I see this as an opportunity? Um, and it sounds like in terms of the timeline so far, you've always see, saw things as an opportunity. If I'm an ass, that's not good. That's a sort of ad- adversity to realize that. How do I move on to that? Um, can you speak more about it? Yeah, I, I think you're right. I, I always believe that there's two things. Being knocked down is not your choice. Staying down is your choice. And it's about, for me, taking responsibility for your own life. Um, Some people call it being the CEO of their lives. um, And I love that. But also I realize a lot of people go and fire the CEO of their lives. So they fire themselves. (laughs) And that's something, and I think 
taking that responsibility, it's empowering. You, you know, even though events may come along, you know that if you've got your own back, that you just ride with it. Hey, I'm a kite surfer, ride with the wave, um, rather than resisting, because that's where the stress kicks in of resisting what is going on. Right. And then you have, you know, and then there are things where you decide on your own, like, oh, I should shift myself. But then you, you had some very physical experiences, no choice. Um, and, and the physical experiences where you're like, oh, well, now I, I didn't choose this. I didn't choose this timeline. Can you, can you speak more about those two phys very physical experiences? Absolutely. Um, in 2014, I was told that dreaded thing and had the, the call saying, I'm sorry, it's, it's cancer. And it's as, it is as terrible as you can imagine it be. It feels like your whole, you've just disappeared down a hole. And I, it was a melanoma um, and unfortunately it decided to take a little stroll up into my lymph nodes. So I had um, the lymph dissection, which a lot of ladies with breast cancer, that's the same type of operation. So I, I'm now an advocate for that because as you said, it's not, <laughs> no one goes out there saying I have that, but if you survive, I think that that it's almost like I, I, I feel it's a paying it forward that actually if you've survived and come out the other end, why wouldn't you try and help somebody who is going through it? Now, that's not just the individual, but caregivers as well, because it's not just you who gets it. It's the whole family. Um, and that kind of is where um, my leads my next story, because if that wasn't good enough, um, I was um, driving back in North Quebec in March of 2018 um, with my two-year-old in the car, my wife and my lovely husky Malumut. And we were drove over an unmanned crossing when a train hit the car um, and it destroyed the car, destroyed us. We are apparently on the front of the train for about a hundred yards down the track. Um, my wife and I had to wake up 10 days later in ICU. Um, and really when people say life changing injury, I never knew what that meant. But at that moment, everything, everything changed. My whole world disappeared. I couldn't remember my old world. And since then, um, I, again, have used and seized an opportunity to um, pay it forward again to make that decision to stick to that decision and as before find a true purpose and a passion so it's actually again been something which has helped do you mind i know it's a painful experience to share but i think this story is so powerful of you were given a five percent chance of living and yet here you came through but also um, I think what happened with your, your wife and your son and how they came through it, uh, if you don't mind sharing that, it's uh, such a beautiful part of the story. Absolutely. Painful, but beautiful. No, it, it, it is. And um, this, uh, I, I, on public speaking, I, I mentioned this story and it's not for sympathy or pity. That's kind of the worst thing you could give me, but it involves my, my beautiful white husky monument. The firefighters told us that on the impact that um, 
he must have jumped over the back seats to land on top of my wife and two-year-old. And if it wasn't for him doing that, then they would have certainly have died in the crash. Now, he did that at the cost of his own life. So he, he sacrificed himself without being asked to do that and to, um, and to make and allow us to live. Now, it's quite, a, it's quite a, a circular story. We got him as a rescue dog, so we saved him. Mm. And then he saved us. And that, that gives me the, the story of that doesn't matter how destructive, how bleak, how gone your life is, that there's always a, an alternative story of love, beauty, and compassion. If you are willing and able to see it, and um, I think he, uh, to me, he's a hero. Um, mm-hmm. And there are <laughs> people talk about heroes, but they don't always have to be in human form. Um, and I really believe he was uh, an angel in a furry disguise and he changed my life as well you know it's what a (laughs) I'm tearing up a little bit okay you know in in terms of we we talked about this a little bit before recording but that that instinct so the the it's no there's no decision to be made once you know that what you stand for what your heart is and that's the toughest work in the human form is to really get down to what is it that I'm fighting for? What is it that I'm defending? Is it for others? Is, is it for another idea? And your husky really truly amplifies like it isn't any of that. It is knowing, it is knowing exactly what you need to do um, by instinct. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm just so inspired by, by that action. I'm also inspired by you know the moment you woke up after 10 days and I'm curious about how much it took of you to I, to say, oh, wow, this terrible, awful thing happened to me. I, I see the light, or did it take work? Does it continue to take work? It, it, it's a, hey, I'm gonna be brutally honest. Trauma, I, I deal with that trauma every single day. So the simple answer is no. And I every day I have the same choice. I have the choice of, and it's very easy just to cave in and just to say, what's the point? But that's not, that's, <laughs> if I did that, I'd be dishonoring. First of all, my, my brave dog, it, it's got to be for something. And also <laughs> the pain, I'm in pain every single day. It's been three, nearly three years. And I think I've had a week where I haven't had it. I'm, it's, it, it's hurting right now. And I've recovered and I've recovered not just with medication, I have recovered by actually having a large part in healing myself where, again, I think if I turn around and blamed what happened and I I still don't accept it because it's too much, but I'm certainly not gonna throw blame around because that gives my power away. And why would I want to sacrifice that when I can be using on myself for the good of others. I mean, it, it's not, and every time I talk and help other people, I, 
I get a little bit of healing back myself. So I really believe, and that's not a, that's not a smart goal. That's not something in which comes, that's actually something which can only ever come from deep within and your heart. It's funny because I, I, I look at you, even, even looking at you. So some of our, some of our people are going to be watching and some are going to be listening. So for those who are listening, I, I wish that you could see Paul and he's got his dreadlocks. He has got his bright colored jacket that is joy. You look like joy. You look like joy personified. And it's funny, you know, I, I do a lot with personal branding and asking people, how are you going to show up in your life? That is a decision. How are you going to show up in your life? And when you make that decision, that isn't just how you show up with your energy, but it is how you dress. It is how you present yourself to the world. It is who you associate with. It is the words that come out of your mouth, what you say to yourself. And I, I feel like in talking to you, my heart just feels so full of understanding in the fact that you are showing up authentically and saying, I am in pain, but I choose to be full of joy. I could be a victim, but I choose to be a hero and to help other people be the hero of their own stories. Mm -hmm. And in everything from what you put on your, your body to what you listen to, to turning to Ikigai, to the conversations you have, Every single thing you do is a vote for this man that you want to be and are becoming on a daily basis. And first of all, I'm so inspired by it. But second of all, is that an intentional, do you intentionally grab the thing that you know is going to bring you more joy, even though you are in pain? Are these, are these intentional choices every day? Absolutely. Um, there's always a choice and hey the easy choice is just to say that's it that's a that's a bad hand i've been dealt with life and that's the hand i've got but i'm determined and i when i from when i woke up i was determined not to that to be my my end that was not how the my story was going to end i wanted it on my terms and the medical profession they 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 haven't got a explanation for how it why and what i shouldn't even be able to talk because my my injury where i got hit was entirely on the side of the head now i've had a seven hour brain operation to take out all the exploded parts of the skull and for the listeners i've got my right side of my face is paralyzed and yes it is intentional i also find humor has been my big big go to usually the more i'm scared the funnier i become <laughs> well, at least i think i'm funny <laughs> but you know i i think that that you know not taking it seriously not actually you know being able to actually laugh at yourself and laugh at life you know if that's something you've done then get up and smile at it and say fine all right i'm still here you missed. Oh, yeah. By the way, I've got a cat. And I tell you, that cat is always heading for the door because I've used up at least two of his lives. And he's <laughs> like, I'm out of here. This isn't this doesn't look good for me. <laughs> I definitely recognize that off the bat, Paul, about uh, your sense of humor being kind of a, a super tool. Um, and I, I really connect with that because 
I don't know what the brain science is, but I know that that chemical reaction is probably equivalent to anxiety and worry and fear. And I have, I personally use sense of humor as well in terms of my forgiveness. And you just hit it on the spot. It's, you know, what else is there to, to laugh about? I mean, are we just taking ourselves too seriously? And then what does that mean in terms of quality of life? And I would rather much be la like laughing than being angry or, you know, sometimes crying is good, but I, I'd rather gut laugh where I'm crying. <laughs> and um, I really did get that off the bat is that that is, and, and the connection with others, so much more positive to start there. Well, you, you, it's very hard if, if you are smiling and you're laughing for somebody else not to do it. I mean, getting into the science, we have mirror reflecting neurons. So people, they are tuned without thinking. It's like the digestive system. You don't think about that, but they automatically tune in to what your vibrational energy is. We, that's why we know, oh, that's got bad feeling or good feeling no one actually says that it's actually how you feel now again we keep going back to feeling feeling um and i really i mean genuinely believe that that's the case i suffer from chronic ptsd being run over by a train kind of does that to you and uh, <laughs> go figure um but and that's a challenge every day, every day, there could be one trigger. And I don't really know, I, I know noises, crowds and metallic noises. They just, and, and it's not, it's involuntary. It's involuntary, the nervous system kicks in, but that doesn't, that's like a cloud going over the sun. I know it's gonna move past it and that's not who I am, but it's part of what it is. And I wouldn't, and this sounds, crazy i wouldn't go back and change a single thing about that um because without that it wouldn't make me who i am right here and actually i wouldn't even be talking to you because our paths would have never met so that's for me another silver lining that i get to talk to on to you know great people who are doing great things so like attracts like i i believe yeah it is such an honor. I, I want to make sure that we also give you a chance to talk about what it is that you do and how people can get a hold of you. We'll, of course, have all your links and all of those things in. But I do want to wrap up just for a second with a little bow. And, and besides telling you how honored we are to have you on, we love connecting with this energy. Sonia and I often talk about this idea of light. And when you get this energy together where people have the same purpose, of creating positive change and helping others recognize their own superhuman superhero inside of them, that we just, we feel that love and that energy hopefully permeating out. That's the goal, right? The goal is to bring people like you on, well, there's no one like you, Paul, but that will help, will, will help other people say, and it's not in a, I mean, I know your story would have, you can, I, I feel like I could sit there and I could say, well, what's your excuse, y'all? Have you been in you all these things and why are you a victim, right? But you're not even saying that. What you're saying is, look, guys, every day, every single day is a choice. How am I going to show up? How am I going to be of service? How am I going to laugh and bring joy? And how am I going to pay it forward? Like, that's it. That's it. And if each one of us 
can make the decision to say that, how am I going to show up today? How am I going to be of service? How am I going to bring joy? You know, those things right there could transform the communities and the world that we live in. So I, I just want to thank you so much. And now just yield the floor to you to, to, to talk about what it is that you do in your job at the, at this moment. Absolutely. Now, also it's important to recognize that it's not all sunshine and rainbows every day. There are days which are terrible and that's okay. That's okay to actually acknowledge that there are days where you are not going to feel like that. The last thing you just lock yourself in the, in the room. That's okay. That doesn't mean you have slid back. It's just part of what you're dealing with. And I, I try and help people with trauma. And it's very important to recognize that actually it's not wonderful every day. There are some horrible things to deal with, but if you're able to at least, people call it faith, people call it anything, and I'm not going to particularly get into the religious connotations, but what is in you, the essence of you? And that's what I try to show people. I run a public speaking course, which is called Find Your Voice. And literally the whole thing is aimed at getting people to find and connect with their story. You are not the story. You are the lessons you take from that story. And that's the important thing that you can give to somebody else is don't get lost in the chapter, which is the story. Carry on reading the book, which is the lesson, which is why you can then help somebody else. And their power of story, there is nothing like it in the world. Um, and right from when we are very small, story has always been something which we remember. And so that's a better way of communicating. I also um, am in a nonprofit organization called Core Mentors Association. And just basically, it's, it's just all about helping other people. That, <laughs> that's it. It's just people who come together who share the same idea that they just want to, and this sounds desperately cheesy, but it's not, to change the world, one person, one heart, one soul at a time. And if you pay it forward, if you really pay it forward, that's actually what it means. Um, and if all of us do that, just take that one step, hold the door open for somebody, say thank you. It doesn't have to be big things. That's how real change begins. Yeah. That's what we really focus on in terms of the effect, decided heart effect. Um, we can have our moments, we can stay there and we can really be enlightened by that as an individual. I think what's really amazing about you and, and our previous guests is that they've, they've decided to do something for others. You use the word, and I promise we'll end this soon, but I have to transform. Transform is a big part of the work that you do. Can you just briefly, I don't know if it's brief, but can you just explain why that word and then we'll, we can close it up? Oh, no, it's, it's very easy. Um, it's actually two words in one. Um, form is us. That's our beliefs. It's our physical body we show up in. It's, it's everything which is us. The trans means to go beyond, to soar mm -hmm. above your form. We are greater than our form. We are here to actually learn, go beyond that. And everyone, everyone is a transformation. They just need to, once they sit and, once they sit and think about it, 
they realize that actually they have the same power as everyone else. I am so happy I asked that question. What a great way to, to end, you know, in terms of our thought um, with our listeners and viewers. I just have to remind everyone, you, you do life coaching. I think I want to read out your mission to help others experience the power and journey of transformation to find their inner passion and true purpose. So those out there saying, I need some of that. <laughs> Where do I start? We have Paul here. Thank you so much for joining us, sharing your heart, your authenticity, your vulnerability. I'm all, I, th this entire conversation, I'm on the verge of just sobbing. I'm like right there on the edge, you know, and, and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for that, for that feeling that, that I have. Um, so everyone, uh, thanks for joining us today. Um, hopefully that, you know, in terms of listening to Paul's story, that you're looking back in terms of those moments, maybe um, where you are today, and that you have some courage to kind of say hello to those decided heart moments and maybe take action. What is that effect going to be afterwards? Um, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all of those. We're on, we're on all those platforms. You can follow us also on our Instagram and Facebook pages or connect with Hillary or I or Paul individually. Hillary does life coaching. I'm in the college admissions world. I already told Paul is about transformation. Um, and until then, we will see you all next time. You guys have a great day.